something every single time i hit record the metronome is on i never forget to turn it off it makes her really mad every time and welcome to domo boop 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 <laughs> boop <laughs> hey y'all hi welcome to domo yeah for those of you that don't know what a domo is if maybe you even haven't listened to our previous domo or you're just like why you guys keep saying the word domo it's a danielle and mo or morgan some people call me mo time where we get to talk about life and just kind of shoot the stuff you know shoot the ish mm-hmm. exactly <laughs> tackling, yep. yeah so we were planning out the rest of our year and um we're like looking at like the like just like what we had planned for us the rest of the year and this was initially going to be another wheel episode but morgan was like Let's just talk about our lives because we've been having a time in life lately. Oh, yeah. I don't know about y'all, but it'd be the season, tis the season for the crazy. If you work in a hospital or you want to, I'll let you know. Holidays are pretty crazy and the precursor for holidays are equally as crazy, just in kind of a different way. Yeah, I would say so since I started my job, um, there was like a huge season of deaths Mm -hmm. right whenever I started in June. Mm -hmm. And then we had a pretty good like break break it was nice i liked it and then a couple weeks ago we hit it to where it was just like it hit the fan yeah it hit the fan yeah so that comes with a lot of things because you know we are a team of three two of us are icu therapists i'm in hemoglobin behavioral health so like just because there's a lot of death doesn't mean it necessarily affects my areas but this time it did but it did and then like <laughs> and also just the chaos of like our whole team like child life and music therapy was like hard to navigate Mm-hmm. We have we talk frequently about like letting our team affect our I don't know ourselves, and whenever the whole team is down, it's easy to yeah just kind of follow the train down the hill yeah go down with them. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about what has been going on the last couple of weeks. Are we gonna start? Okay, you know what we're gonna do right now? What crafts and grats? Okay, give me three. So guys, just so you know, this is not original to us. Who are we crediting this to? Esther Craven. Okay, thank you, Esther. You have made our huddles in the morning so fun. So we are going to give you guys two craps and two grats just for the sake of time. Where we're going to tell you two things that are a little crappy in our lives and two things that we're grateful for. And then we'll kind of go from there. You first or me first? You first. Oh, diggity dang. Okay, hold on. (laughs) Throw it back at y'all. Crap one. I have too much administrative things to get done. And too many kids to see at the same time. Dum, bum. Okay. <laughs> so uh, just to tell you guys to extend on that crap just a little bit. Sometimes it is really difficult when you are a smaller program and maybe you're the person that's been building the program and maybe there's a lot of stuff hitting the fan and there's just a lot of things to get done. If it's a wish list for our Amazon for the Christmas season or if it's a presentation that we're working on or connecting with local music therapists or something else, there's always something to do. And so that can be crappy to balance both the things I have to do that aren't (laughs) at the bedside and things that I have to do that are in my office. Wait, you know what I meant. It's fine. Just to tell you guys, my kitty is with us today because he's a super anxious little boy. His name is Sonny and he's eating. So if you hear that, I'm very sorry. but Usually you hear Joy's jingling, but today you'll hear Sonny's (laughs) chewing. He's like munch, munch, munch. But Okay, one crap, you go. 
Um, so my day was like good today. It's a Monday. Um, and it was pretty chill. It was like, do, 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 do. you know, it was going. And then like lunch happened. And I feel like Ish always hits the fan in the afternoon whenever it's like time to leave. So today my day was like pretty good. And then I had lunch. And then I got called to my hemoc floor. And then it just got really chaotic. Yeah. And then I left work really chaotic. <laughs> and I came home really chaotic. Whenever there's not time for me to like end my day on my units, sit down, chart, transition out of my work day, it can be a little tough. Yeah, let's talk about that because something funny that I have learned in my time is having some sort of like ritual or schedule at the beginning of ends of your day is so helpful in the transition of leaving things at work mm-hmm. and really just, you know, closing your day for the day and not taking it home with you. Right. I love, like I you know some hospitals their protocol is like you have to chart everything at the end of your day some like ours like are like 48 hours or 72 hours or something like 24 hours oh wow okay 24 hours Mm -hmm. i'm the kind of person who will always want to chart at the end of my day like i will never want to go into the next day without having charted the day before so charting and then i am super crazy and i like track all of my time and i code all of my time and i like putting that time into a spreadsheet and then i count how many patients i've seen so i chart i do that check emails and then leave on days like today when it was like I was in a chaotic procedure for like 45 minutes with a kid that was inconsolable Mm. and then I had to lead a celebration as soon as I walked out of the room and then I had to go see a patient I told I would go see so whenever it's like that and then I literally got back to the office grabbed my stuff and left it was just like no closure whatsoever Mm -hmm. just carrying the chaos on with you where you go yeah yeah, for me, I think my favorite end of the day ritual, I always try to get off the floor 30 minutes to an hour before the end of my day so that those administrative things I'm talking to you guys about, like, don't stack up. Like, today I had to order our uh, heartbeat bear supply. And so, like, I'm able to sit, do that, chart, take a deep breath, think, okay, is there anything else that has to get done today? And then I actually have, like, a couple minutes to get my stuff together as compared to me, like, legit running out the door because I have somewhere to be. Well, and we have to cl- we clock in and out, so it's, like, important that we – keep track of our time time. yeah which is honestly kind of a luxury because if I did not clock in and out I think it would be very difficult to manage my time in the same way that I do for sure okay second crap you want to go grat now go uh crap I I could not tell what you said grat crap (laughs) okay guys my grat today is I cleaned my desk and she's so beautiful she's so nice she just looks so much better I can actually function on her that was a little weird. I'm sorry. But, <laughs> but like, I, I'm just the person in the office that people put stuff on my desk all the time. And it's, like, things for music therapy to get done. And then they just stack up. And then I forget about them because there's a stack of them. And I don't take the one page off. So, whatever. I cleaned my desk. And I ordered myself a new organizer, which I'm using right now. Hi, Sunny. Was that the cat or was that my husband? That was um, my child. Hi, baby. What's wrong? Um... I don't remember what I was saying. He completely just distracted me. You bought me. an organizer? I bought an organizer, but I left it at my house, which makes me really sad because I was going to go get it oh, no. and put it together tomorrow. But maybe I'll get it in the morning. Um, but yeah, so my grab, all of that long-winded to say, cleaning my desk was really rejuvenating for me. Dude, I'm the kind of person, like, if my stuff is not clean and organized, I am not clean and organized. Yeah, I'm that way with my plants. If my plants aren't happy, oh, I'm not happy. Yeah. Interesting. No, mm-hmm. I need, like, clean everything. And you can always tell my life is, like, a mess whenever my literal life is a mess you know fair yeah grat go grat um this weekend i decorated for christmas 
Not sure when this uh, episode will be releasing, but it is November 7th. And <laughs> She's one of those guys. It's I am, okay. and it brings me so much joy, and, like, I get a lot of crap for it, but, like, my family's always been like this. My Nana's favorite time of year is Christmas. It is also my favorite time of year. So, I, yeah, I decorated for Christmas this weekend. It was really nice. Nice, and her apartment looks lovely. Yeah, thank you. Very tasteful Christmas decor in here. Okay, one more crap, one more crap. Let's see. Crap is sometimes I feel like I'm super on it and with my team and by my team I mean my nurses and doctors on my units but the past few weeks I just have felt off with them and that's hard Mm -hmm. like I advocate a lot they know me I know them but like typically I have consults that roll in and that's great and lately I have just been having to ask and advocate and ask Mm -hmm. and advocate and I've just gotten more pushback than usual and I think it's just the season I think a lot of people are feeling the exhaustion of the deaths and the burnout just kind of like lurking at the door but it's not ideal we also are like super understaffed I don't know if that's common in other hospitals I think it is right now I think nursing shortages are huge everywhere yeah so it's just like a lot of things play into everything that affects us at the end of the day so my unit's morale is not that high right now (laughs) yeah that yeah. sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I am having more conversations about other people's well-being other than just like, hi, how are you? And they're like, I'm fine. And like, I'm not good. And I'm like, oh, okay, what's going yeah. on? So it's building rapport between me and them, but it's making the getting to my patients parts take a little bit longer. Yeah. That's always hard to balance. Like you said, the admin time and the patient care, but then like talk about whenever you get to the floor and like you have, you still have to like talk to your nurses and right. you have to like, like that still takes a lot of time. One thing I'd love to talk about one day, and I don't know that that would be today, but I want to talk about how you advocate to like specific medical team members, like such as nurses, because I don't know about y'all, but if you're not like an uber extrovert, it's hard to build professional relationships with people, at least for me. Like I can like get to know people kind of, but there's just this like wall I hit sometimes where I'm like, okay, I'm just a music therapist and you're just a nurse. And like, mm. I'm not great at making friends in the professional world. Mm. That's not 100% true. I'm pretty okay at it. But there's just, like, this line where it's, like, walking away from, oh, we work together to, like, oh, we're actually friends. Right. You know what I mean? It can be tricky because um, I feel like music therapists in, like, child life were taught really strict boundaries. And nobody else was. Other professions aren't. So it's, like, it's a difficult line to maintain. Uh, We're actually interviewing Amy Love tonight, which I think this conversation will come out after that conversation. And one of the Q&A, like, questions that was submitted was, like, advocating to specific staff about music therapy yeah so that can maybe even be something we talk about with her yeah for sure yeah all right my crap is I think I've talked about this before but I'm still like learning how to be an adult human Mm. um I'm really good at going to work I'm really good at coming home and like my husband cooks dinner and like we have our nighttime routines and stuff like that I am bad at having weekends and having free time and, like, being a human. I I think you're bad at it. You're just adjusting to it. I'm adjusting to it. I get really down and into these, like, depressive, like, states on the weekends because I feel like I have no purpose. I'm like – because my husband is an introvert and, like, wants nothing more than to have nothing to do at home. And that is, like, truly my worst nightmare. <laughs> so it's also just, like, a marriage thing that we're figuring out because we're barely new- newly married. Um, but, yeah, I'm, like, trying to figure out, like, like what's my hobby going to be? I don't have a ton of friends here. So, like, 
you know, I don't know. It's just, it's trying to figure out how to be a human because I know I cannot continue the music therapy work piece of me if I don't have the human part of me. Oh, yeah. I just don't know what that looks like. (laughs) Yeah. Danielle said something really lovely at work the other day, and I can't remember if we've mentioned it before, so I'm going to mention it right now. But in no matter what you're experiencing as a music therapist, you're a human first. And so, like, if you're, like, imagine I'm holding my fist in front of my face. And that's your little human self with your human brain, your human thoughts, your human emotions. And then plop your hand on top of it. That's your therapist self. And so when we deal with all of these really hard things like death or transitions or adulthood, <laughs> um, we're a human first and then we're a therapist on top of that. But sometimes the therapy piece is like has holes in it or can peel off because our human piece is just taking so much of our energy. And that's okay, but it's definitely difficult to manage sometimes. Yeah. And like, how do you not have holes in the human part? And then what's underneath? That that now is a spiritual question of some sort (laughs) that I'm not going to get into tonight. Yeah. So yeah, I'm just trying to figure out like, I don't know. It's crazy because, you know, I was talking to one of our other friends last night, Sarah Jane, shout out. And um, she was like, well, is like the podcast your hobby? Is MT Ed now your hobby? And like, no, it's still work related. You know, so it's not like I'm doing this on the weekends very much. I don't know. I And then I said, well, I may go to grad school. So, like, that could be my hobby. And it she said, hobby. Danielle, school is not a hobby. Uh, like, it could be my hobby. It's time consuming, at least. So <laughs> that's what a hobby does, right? Yeah. I think going to Target and spending money is my hobby. But I don't think that's a good one to have. Maybe not super sustainable. Yeah. So okay. more to come. If you have any hobby uh, recommendations, let me know. I'm not artsy <laughs> at all. To the grats. Okay, guys, I'm really excited about this grab because this is almost what I wanted to have this whole episode about. So I have had this, this is going to sound double-sided because it is, this schlump. And I'm like awake and happy and I'm ready to go to work and I eat my yummy breakfast. And then I walk in and then I sit my butt down at my desk and I log into my computer and my body is like, no, Mm. we're not doing this. We're tired. We're exhausted. And we're like, hold on. We were just really happy and excited about being here and seeing our kids. My body's like, no. And it's just this like, slump that you hit and I've heard other music therapists talk about it uh again shout out Sarah Jane <laughs> um, I think we all experience it at some point and my grat right now is boldness and so I'm using that word because I recently listened to something that talked about the strength in being bold in your days and I like kind of got mad at it when I first heard it because I was like, that doesn't honor the fact that sometimes the days are just hard and that's okay. But then I like actually held that and I was like, what if I could do both? What if I could be there in the morning and say, I am tired. This job is exhausting and say, what can I go boldly into today? Mm. And so for me, I have a lot of developmental kids right now on the PICU today. This is what my day looked like today. And I was like, okay, what can I go boldly into today? Because I walked into work. I did a presentation this past weekend. I have huge papers I'm working on for school. My brain is so tired. And I walked in and I was like, I just want to organize and order stuff all day. And my brain can't see kids. And then I was like, no, no, no. You need to honor that you need this. And then you can honor that. You can go boldly into that. And let me tell you, giving myself the space to do the admin things, finish some stuff, and then say, okay, now this we're going to pour boldness into and not energy, not joy, not like me. I'm just like the word bold has just kind of become a mantra for me to push the schlump off my back and say, okay, I'm stepping outside of this. I'm going to act and do, and then maybe I'm exhausted, maybe I'm not, but then I get to take a break. And it's super powerful for me. And I've been doing it now for about a month where I'm like, okay, I'm going to go boldly into this day. And those words have just like 
honestly kind of changed my ability and my capacity to see my kids a little bit. I love that. Yeah, I can't really explain why it works, but I'm going to tell you guys, boldness. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I'm grateful that I have found something that motivates me to do the thing that I love. Isn't it funny how it's so hard to get up there, and then once you're up there, you're like, oh, so good. You're like, I love it here. Yeah, not all the time. And I was actually thinking about that today whenever Morgan and I went to lunch. I was like, what happens when the days stop being magical? Mm. <laughs> and I don't know if they ever will because kids are magic and like straight up I mean I don't know so like I like the idea of going boldly continuing to go boldly into it right because you never know what you're gonna meet and I think I'll tell you guys pediatric music therapy medical music therapy this is why I love it because you can know what the patient's like from the nurses you can read the chart you can know what their diagnosis is but until your person crosses the threshold of their room you have absolutely no idea anything about that kid and it is incredible and it's an opportunity and it's really exhausting but it's so worth it like it's so worthy for me and so that moment that is the moment of boldness for me the threshold where I'm gonna talk to the nurse or cross the doorway honestly cross the doorway that is the boldness is like I'm gonna go boldly into this room and try to be present for this patient in whatever capacity they need and it's very life-bringing that makes me tear up a bit because so a couple of weeks we're talking about that like hard time that we had and a couple weeks ago I had a patient who had a brain tumor and pretty much a not a great um, prognosis. DPIG, if you're familiar. Um, Isn't it DIPG? Oh, frick. (laughs) (laughs) DIPG. It is a tumor in the base of your brain stem. So there's not much you can do. No good. In fact, Um, nothing. Yeah. And so you're talking about like going boldly over the over at the doorway and like you don't know them until you've met them mm-hmm. I'd heard so many things about this patient this patient what did not speak English so like that has like a certain thing like kind of fear for me just because of like a communication barrier and mm-hmm. I'm constantly trying to fight that um and so I just had like all of these things built up about this patient that I um was just like barring me from like entering that room mm-hmm. and then I did mm. And it was one of the best patient experiences I've had. It's one of the best music therapy, um, I don't know, like growth moments that I've had. We did like a legacy project over several weeks. We did songwriting. I got to know her family. And like, it's just beautiful to see all of the barriers come down that were like preconceived notions that I had, Mm -hmm. especially the language one for me. I can't tell you why I have so much anxiety about working with patients who don't speak the same language as me, I think it's just like a lot of fear of like not being able to communicate Mm -hmm. and not being able to, or in like miscommunicating in some form. Yeah. But it was incredible. And then I sang the song that she wrote in Spanish and recorded it for her and her family. Now was her first response. Americans would really like this. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) But it was incredible. Like it just had such a big impact. So I love the idea of going boldly because I feel like we can have an idea of how something's going to go and we literally have no idea until we step into the room and that can be the same for a patient you have met on one day and then you go a different day and things be different different experience altogether I have a question yeah do you think that patient has become part of your why oh I don't know tell me what do you mean I mean so I have now to be quite honest with you with appropriate professional boundaries loved a lot of kids and lost a lot of kids and I will tell you that I can think of at least five that are 
that contribute to my why. Mm. For those of you that listen to our why episode, my why is to help people feel seen and known and loved. That's my human why. And then my music therapist why, hand on top of this, <laughs> um, just gets to express that. But truly, my patients that I've had that are like that, that you connect with, that you build, that you grow so much with, kind of have just like interwoven into my why and mm. really solidified it for me. So just something to think about. I was just curious if you felt like that patient could contribute to the reason that you come back every day. Yeah, I absolutely do. And I and I told Morgan this, like there's only a handful of patients who have um, impacted me mm-hmm. in this way. I, I don't know what it is. Like, I don't know if they just get to the human side and through the therapist side. I don't know what it is. Part of me is exploring, is it be, is it the songwriting piece of it? Because honestly, the kids I like songwrite from scratch with have mm-hmm. really hit me hard and I have to like really take care of myself when it comes to them. So I don't know. I'm kind of exploring what it is, but those patients definitely like stick to the core music therapy part of me. Yeah. And so I definitely think I it that. could be. Yeah. And they it's, stick it's to really, my core. really hard because like, are they, are a lot of them past? Yeah. Which like is really hard (laughs) and really meaningful though because like their memory lives on in your memory Mm. like I think one of my favorite things ever about where one specific patient that I grew leaps and bounds with I worked with for years and um I love when I get to do something and I'm like I did this with her I learned Mm. this with her and I am better at it for my next kid because of my experiences in therapy with this patient isn't that crazy how like it's beautiful you see other patients and you're like oh Mm-hmm. this is this is that this is like this reminds me of her yeah and I, I them. love it I think it's incredible yeah 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 we need to have like a whole series about like the human and the therapy part because yeah it's been so prevalent lately maybe we will guys maybe we will <laughs> okay final grat give it to me final grat is oh man it can be something small or something very big Well, I already kind of said this one because of the Christmas stuff, but I, so my dog, my, the love of my life, my dog's name is Joy, and I forgot that, like, everything holiday themed says Joy on it, and so I bought a lot of things with Joy on it, and I got me, Tyler, and Joy matching PJs, and hers says Joy down the back, and it's a cute little doggy sweater, and I cannot wait for it to get delivered. And Danielle got stocking hanger things that also say joy. <laughs> so when you walk into her house, it like has their stockings and it says J-O-I and it's so cute. Yeah. So yeah. Christmas is my grab, bottom line. Hey, hey, take what you got and yeah, run with it. I love it so much. Okay. Well, thank you guys for listening to our demo. Here we are. Here we be. If you've got some craps and some grats and you want to tell us what they are, feel free. If um, you like the human and the therapy part let us know yeah i think that's probably going to turn into something more because that's a frequent flyer in danielle and mine's thoughts and conversation so yeah stay tuned thanks for joining bye